surprising to everybody. And I just want to say that I know that I have not been on my platform in a while. Um, I actually took a break. Um, not even took a break. I think I quit doing podcasting. And um, over the weekend, I was having a conversation with my spouse. And she said to me, how is it that you want to be in this position, but you're not staying consistent, right? And so I thought about it and I was like, you are so right. You are so right. And so this week I took a break from social media to concentrate on my craft and everything that I have going on. And so I just wanted to say, I'm excited about the work that I'll be doing this week. Yes, I'm excited about the work that I'll be doing this week. Now, I'm going to bring y'all a topic that's probably going to hit home for a lot of people. It may offend you if you get offended. I apologize. That is not my intent. I just want to bring attention to the fact that they are prosecuting federally and statewide to the fullest extent of the law the killers of Camille Cupcake McKinney, the three-year-old girl who was abandoned, and I use that word so heavy, who was abandoned, abducted, sexually assaulted, tortured, drugged, and murdered. Now, why do I use the phrase abandoned? I'm sorry for you single mothers out there. I was raised by a single mother, but my mom never left me anywhere, especially as a three-year-old. I was watching a video. I was doing some research for my YouTube channel. If you don't know, I do murder mysteries and also uh, movie reviews over on my YouTube channel. If you want to go check it out, it's DeAndre Michelle at YouTube.com. Um... I was watching, doing some research, and uh, actually it was on TikTok. I was on TikTok, and this lady was talking about the Camille Cupcake case. Now, I have followed it when it initially started, and then, you know, with everything else going on, it kind of slipped to the wayside, you know? And now that they're prosecuting these demons that killed this three-year-old girl, I, I went back and uh, went into my research bag, and I was just wondering... You know, I, I was just wondering, how come they didn't prosecute her mother as well? Hear me before you click off. Now, a lot of y'all going to say, well, you blaming a victim and you victim shaming. You shouldn't do that. No, I'm not blaming the victim because the victim is Cupcake. It is not her mother. Let's dissect this case. Right. And I thought that talking about this would would send my podcast in a different direction, but it does not. This is called the Uncomfortable Conversations podcast. And so I'm about to make you motherfuckers uncomfortable. So let's get into it. One, she dropped her toddler along with another toddler in a yard with neighborhood children, she did not give them to an adult. She dropped them with neighborhood children and left where she went, nobody knows. Mind you, it was at night. 
she brought them to a birthday party, which these two children were not invited to. It was a private birthday party. How is that not negligent? How did you not aid in a bed the, the very same people who took your child? I was watching an interview that she did, and if you want to go watch it, I posted a short about this very same thing. She's sitting on a couch in a CNA uniform talking about, oh, it's about to be Cupcake's birthday, and we need to teach kids, um, we need to teach the neighborhood how to be a family again. And this, like, literally talking about the exact same thing that lured your child in this place in the first place. This is not the 60s and the 50s and the 40s and the 30s where neighborhoods looked out for each other in that way. Now you have neighbors who will speak to you and watch your ass get killed in the street and tell the police they seen nothing. Stop me when I'm wrong. Nobody cares for you but you and God and your real family. And sometimes you can't even trust them motherfuckers. She's literally talking about, oh, it's about to be summertime and we need to teach the kids about stranger danger and this and this and that and the third. I would be traumatized if something like that happened to my child, but yet you want to implement the very same thing that you intended to do. You left your child in, a, in, a, in an open field Right in an open backyard, she didn't even take them up to the party because one, she wasn't invited. Two, it was a private birthday. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. It was a private birthday party. They were not invited. I keep telling you guys that they were not invited. She just dropped her kids off and left. How is this not part her fault as well? Stop me when I'm wrong. What single mother you know? will drop her three-year-old, not 13, not 11, not 10, not 18, not 16, her three-year-old. They don't even know how to wipe their ass good. They can't use a microwave. They can't use a stove. My niece is five, and I still wouldn't let her go use the microwave. My nephew is three, and I wouldn't let them out my sight if I seen like if they wanted to go to the park. Wherever they go, I'm going to go. I don't even have children, and I know that that was the wrong thing to do. You didn't leave them with family. You didn't. You didn't walk them up to the door and say, "Hey, here's the kids. I'm leaving." Why? Because your ass wasn't invited in the first place. I truly understand. I don't want to say to the to the deepest extent I understand because I'm not a parent, but I was raised by a single mother. That sometimes single parents need breaks, especially women. But there was never a time that my single mother would leave her three-year-old in a park or in an in, in, in open field with no adults around.
Y'all, this lady is sitting on a couch <laughs> talking so candidly like nothing ever happened. Like the reporter had to ask her, is it still affecting you? You know, does it still bother you? I don't get to wake up to her kisses and her hugs. She almost looks relieved. You know, my grandmother, my, my great grandmother gave us this thing, right? And sometimes it could be off or sometimes motherfuckers just be lying. But we have a knack in my family for reading energies, not the devilish way, but physically. Like if you walk to the room, like if you walk in a room, I can tell if somebody's looking at me type of deal. You know, or I could tell if you talking shit about me. Not that I give a damn, but still. Now I'm reading this lady's body language, right? Your three-year-old went through a traumatic experience for 10 days. Like, your baby went missing for 10 days. When I tell y'all she didn't have a tear duck in it, like, you know how, like, somebody getting ready to cry? You know, like, when a man don't want to let a tear, you know, drop down, his eyes are filled. When I tell y'all her eyes were so damn dry, you would think that they would turn red from being so damn dry. And she's talking about her three-year-old toddler who went through torture and, and sexual abuse and being drugged and killed. In my honest opinion, single parents, if you need a break, tell somebody you, you can trust. Don't just leave your child. Like every, I say this to my wife all the time. Not every woman deserves to be a mother. Not every man deserves to be a father. Not every set of parents deserve to be parents. My God, nobody is addressing the fact that this lady left her three-year-old and another toddler alone around kids that they didn't know, like, like the kids were going to be responsible enough for this child. Come on. Personally, I think that part got overlooked because of the strenuating circumstances of this case. But do I believe that the mother should have been held on some count of accountability? 110%. She should be, if not jail time, if not jail time, she should at least be ordered to take parenting classes. If you are stressed, call somebody you can trust. You don't just leave your children. I don't care how young, how old, how, how sick, how, how hungry, how tired. You don't leave your baby unattended in that way. You don't leave him unattended at all because they cannot defend themselves. This little girl got lured away with candy. 
I'm going to tell y'all something personal. I don't usually even get into my personal life, but I'm going to tell y'all something personal. I lived in Cabrini Green Projects. And if you don't know what that is, that's where they filmed Candyman, right? And, but I lived in the whites. I didn't live in the reds. Uh, my mom was so straightforward with her children. Like there was only two of us, but she was so straightforward with us that saying no, no spots and all that shit. She didn't do that. No, it was dick, pussy. You don't, he don't, they don't, we don't. We used to live in the projects where there were crackheads and people off drugs that anybody could do anything to us in a matter of minutes. My mom was so damn strict. She could see us from, from all the other kids outside playing, right? She could see us. All you heard was D, my brother's name, come in the house. And we like, damn. What we got to come in the house? We weren't allowed to go to people's houses unless they were family. We weren't allowed to go anywhere. Like, it's to the point that I'm in my 30s and my mom still says, well, call me when you make it home or call me, let me know where you're going. You know, I was 18 dating and she want to know the man's DNA. She want to know what color car he driving. She want to know what the man got on. Like, you know, it, it was just, and I didn't understand it until I looked at our environment and where we were. My family ran some of these buildings, but they couldn't be around 24 seven to protect us. I was going to the, I, I had to be about um, 13, 14, and it was about six o'clock and it was dark. And we lived on the sixth floor and I was going to the 13th floor uh, to the candy house. And then I was just going to go in the house. You know, I wanted to go to the candy house. So um, I'm walking up the stairs. And now, mind you, if you know the projects, then you know that there are two ways up. There's one on the left, one on the right. But it's a long ramp. There's like uh, maybe eight apartments in between these two exits. So I'm walking upstairs and um, I'm getting ready to go to the candy house. And then I see a man peek his head on the same floor that I'm on. And he starts walking towards me. Not in a regular manner, but in an aggressive manner. I didn't even go to the candy house. I immediately ran down the stairs. I heard that man following me down the stairs. And for the first time in a long ass time, I kind of got some insight to what my mom was saying, right? I, the elevators didn't work some days so we had to walk up the stairs but we had to walk past crackheads and we had to walk past people doing drugs in the fucking hallway 
I would never let a crackhead walk behind me. Never. I would always step back or I would get off on the, on the floor that I was on and walk down the other way and walk up the other flight of stairs. But I was old enough to understand. There is no way in God's blue and green hills that a mother should leave her three-year-old unattended. If you're tired, call somebody. If you're stressed, reach out to somebody. Even if they don't care, you reached out for help. You reached out for some assistance. That's all I got for y'all. <laughs> y'all come back next week. I'll let y'all later. God bless. Peace.